0: Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there.
1: From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show where being busy is overdone romancing is fun and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some i'm tony de lorenzo your co-host with my beautiful wife elisa from coast to coast and around the world thank you for joining us it's time to talk sex love and commitment give us a call at 858-876-5663 that's 858-876-5663 In today's show, we're going to talk about what to do when you're tempted. Do you tell your spouse or do you not?
0: Mm, temptation. That's a tough question for a lot of people. How do you handle it? What do you do? And this quote from author Roy H. Williams, I think it's, it's so pertinent to what we talk about today. It says, guard the secret theater of your heart. See nothing there that you do not want to see happen in reality what we allow in so often becomes our reality. Uh-huh. And so it's so important uh, as we're going to be talking about temptation today to think about those things that we allow into our lives and into our worlds. Um, before we get started there, we had this great hug um, that we received. Somebody said, I just listened to your around the world podcast and was pleasantly surprised at Elisa's mention of having lived in the Spokane area. That's where I live. The extra funny part. To me is, you were mentioning having traveled to Canada then. My husband is from, is it Kelowna? I think so. Kelowna. I apologize for all of you in BC that I just mispronounced that. Um, But oddly enough, he lived there several years. He lived several years in San Diego as well. All just a few silly commonalities wrapped up in one show, so I wanted to say hello from good old Spokaloo. Love your show. (laughs) Keep doing what you do. Um, To all of our listeners up there in the Northwest, we love you guys. We love hearing from folks up in Spokane. That was a wonderful, gosh, we were there, about a year and a half? Mm -hmm. A year and a half, that's where we had Alex, our son, and so just that Northwest um, holds a special place in our heart.
1: Yeah. And the only time we will ever visit will be in the summer and fall.
0: Yeah. Sorry, guys. We don't do snow anymore. (laughs) Um, That
1: is why we left Spokane, because that winter was way too cold for us.
0: It wasn't for me, just as an aside, it wasn't so much that it was cold. I mean, granted, I I wasn't particularly fond of the cold, but it was the fact that it started snowing in October and it didn't end until May.
1: Yeah, that was our first. That, year that
0: was there. an exceptionally long period of potential snowfall. So, at,
1: so basically, for all you guys who live in the snow, you can you can just tell how wimpy we are when it comes to snow and cold weather. Have a laugh. That's all. Yeah. Have
0: a laugh. Poke <laughs> fun at the De but you know, I mean, it's it all happens. good. It happens. So, before we actually jump into the show, Tony, I want you to play, if you could, that mm-hmm. po- that not podcast, the voicemail mm-hmm. that we got from this listener. I want you all to listen to what's going on here. Yep. So here we go.
2: of That uh, died with the dodo bird. So instead, I have a question for you, and it's about temptation. Um, my question is: Should I always communicate the temptation that I go through on a daily basis with my wife? Um, now, the details. Uh, my wife has uh, pretty bad arthritis. Uh, she's only forty years old, but uh, you know she's not a lo- she's not uh, able to meet my needs, unfortunately, ninety percent of the time because of it. Um, so this frustrates her, obviously frustrates me also, but I feel I need to be open and transparent with my wife and I need to communicate, uh, any issues I'm going through with her, uh, as I'd expect also. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my problem is when I do this, I find, you know, especially after a couple of days in a row, she gets kind of frustrated with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily that I'm going through these issues, but that she can't do anything to uh, resolve them. So I guess my question is, should I um, communicate this on a daily basis or should I hold back? I love you guys. Thank you for all you do. Have a good day. Mm.
0: There's a lot going on there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he obviously, this listener mentions his wife has severe arthritis that prevents her from being able to, I think he said, meet his needs about 90% of the time. And so, what you guys need to realize as you're listening to the show today is that temptation affects all of us. It's not just, you know, this one guy calling in, we're all tempted. It, for some of you, it's that coworker with whom you choose to have lunch regularly. Uh, I've shared in the past, I used to work for a company that was probably 95% male. The entire sales force, Um, there were roughly 100 of us on the sales force, there were only three women.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So when you're going out to lunch with your colleagues, you're going out to lunch with the guys. That was a position I found myself in, in a period of time in our marriage where things were not good between Tony and I. And I was having lunch regularly with like the same two or three guys. And what are we talking about? Well, you, I mean, you talk about your relationships, you talk about, you know, that kind of stuff. Some of you, it's that X that you've reconnected with on Facebook, the slippery Facebook slope. Mm-hmm. We love Facebook, but it can be very dangerous to your relationships. There's a lot of temptation that happens on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, Some of you, your temptation is Pornography. It's your addiction that is, you know, becoming very secretive. You're, you know, you're tempted by these images, whether it be through your phone, through your tablet, through your computer, you know, maybe it's that, that neighbor that you're just extra friendly with, you know, I don't know what your temptation is. It may not even be a person. It may be financial,
1: Heck, I want to even bring up other stuff. I mean, music can be tempting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be listening to a a genre of music or a particular artist who is um, very explicit in their language, and that can get you really thinking. You know, your mind starts wandering. Been there myself. I mean, there are many there are many places um, where you can be tempted. It's just being aware of it.
0: And. You know, just like this listener asked, what do I do? Because yeah. here I am in a situation, in this listener situation, where he there's a physical limitation there.
1: Right. His wife has arthritis. His
0: wife has severe arthritis. So she can't meet his needs. She's aware of his needs. But she gets frustrated at kind of hearing over and over and over again.
1: Right. Because I could, I, I'm putting myself in her position and going okay, I want to satisfy my husband and yet I can't,
0: I physically can't,
1: I physically can't. So I'm, gosh, I'm disappointed in myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm disappointed that I cannot do that. Um, hearing it over and over, um, just reinforces that. Um, it makes me feel lesser of a being Mm -hmm. as a wife. Um, And that, and that could, you know, definitely be um, hurtful. Just wearing, I mean, it wears you
0: down. And yet on the other hand, we have the husband in this particular scenario who is being tempted and who recognizes the fact that in keeping that in front of his wife, in sharing that with her, there's an accountability there.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: And you know, we've shared Tony's struggles with pornography On this show, we have shared how when he finally drew that line in the sand, I was the one that he decided to become accountable to. Okay. Not an easy thing on either side of the the marriage bed. Mm -mm. For him to come to me and say, I've got this problem with pornography and me to hear, oh, great. Now we've got this problem with, you know, and and for him to make the choice that when I am tempted, I'm going to tell you, which meant that I had to be prepared to hear i have slipped or i'm being tempted or I, I don't know what's going on today i'm feeling right i'm feeling a little off and i did get those phone calls okay the first one happened when i was visiting my parents with our ch- with i guess it was just alex at the alex. time and this was just a couple of days after he had told me i'm done with pornography and i get the phone call at my parents' house going Yeah, I slipped. So, what do you do? Do you not tell? Do you tell? How does that play out in your marriage? And I'm going to tell you first and foremost it is critical to your marriage that you have a foundation of honesty and that you do not have secrets in your marriage. I'm telling you guys, there is nothing that will pull apart your marriage faster than having secrets. And I'm not talking about the like what I'm putting under you know the Christmas tree or what I bought you for your birthday present type of secret. I'm talking about the secrets that can destroy your relationship. Mm -hmm. And when you are being tempted, when you are being tempted by pornography or tempted to shop or tempted to, um, you know, hang out with members of the opposite sex, whatever your temptation is,
1: even even you know extensive fantasizing.
0: Right. When you're being tempted by any of that it is undermining the fabric of your marriage. It is pulling apart your foundation. And so if you are choosing not to tell your spouse that this is a problem, I think you need to take a step back and say, why am I Why am I keeping these secrets?
1: Mm-hmm. And I wanna put in something here that if, if you're in this position where you're feeling like, wow, there are a few things that um, I've held back and probably my wife has held back as well and you need that third person, we have had great success with our email coaching, but mm-hmm. we have lots of couples and folks have been doing email coaching because it allows for an open, honest discussion that can happen. Um, and so if you're interested in checking that out, go to one extraordinary com slash email coaching for all the details
0: the The thing with that, too, is that it allows for an ongoing conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, over a month, we go back and forth. and And that's what we sometimes need to work through because when you've started keeping secrets about what you're tempted by, it's hard to know how do i how do I start this conversation? How do I tell them that I've been tempted? Because it's human. I mean, you know, I notice when an attractive guy walks by me and I might notice when I'm out to dinner with Tony. Now, there's a difference between noticing an attractive guy and deciding that I'm going to sneak away from the dinner table and go try and exchange business cards or, you know, information with this guy. Or if I'm out with my girlfriends where I'm going to be like, oh, that guy's cute. Let me go talk to him. I've put so many safeguards into my marriage now that I don't even, I mean, I bring that up in conversation with you guys, but I don't even think that way Mm -hmm. when I'm out because Tony and I have lived in a marriage that had secrets. We've lived in a marriage where temptation was not being discussed. Mm -hmm. And I know that those of you that are there right now, you know what I'm talking about when I say that it sucks. It sucks. Because no matter what you guys try and hide, no matter what you think that you, you know, are keeping under wraps, your husband and wife know something's going on. Secrets do not exist in a vacuum, guys. If you're being tempted, your spouse is wondering what's off in the marriage. So am I telling you that you should tell? Absolutely. Now, what I want to dig into is part of the reason why why are you being tempted? Because there's temptation. There's usually some signs of, it's usually symptomatic of something else going on in your marriage. Uh-huh. And we're also going to talk about how do you tell? So what are some of those problems, those situations that could be arising that are causing you to be tempted? Typically, there's a lack in your marriage. Maybe it's a lack of communication. Maybe you two have stopped talking to one another You know, you've been married for, oh, so long that, you know, your conversations only are about groceries and, you know, social engagements. And so one of you is just desperate for conversation. That's how it starts. Just, wow, somebody's actually talking to me. Somebody's having a conversation. Somebody wants to know what I have to say. Right. You know, some of you are just desperate for communication and that's where the temptation starts. Some of you want that emotional connection because you're only existing on this this surface level. You want to hear, "Wow, you know, that was a great point you made in our, our presentation today." The validation of, you know, having your efforts be recognized or even it being acknowledged. Right? Yeah, and so we go looking for that. Some of you are lacking a physical connection,
1: which is, you know, the caller or-
0: the caller, you know, you know,
1: 90% of the time, his wife is unable to meet and satisfy that physical sexual connection. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? and, and, you know, we are human. We do enjoy touch. Right. I mean, we were wired. You know, there's a reason that your skin is your largest organ. And, you know, that's where all of our sense of touch comes from. And so when you have a lack, that's typically when you start looking elsewhere. Mm-hmm. When you start being tempted into infidelity, into pornography, into, you know, an emotional affair, fantasy, fantasy, because something is missing. And so it's important to address that with your spouse. And then it becomes, okay, how do I share this? Because, you know, we sort of identified, you know, we've acknowledged in our own minds the temptation. We've had time to think through where is this coming from? But the really big part is how do you tell your spouse and how does this impact your marriage?
1: Right. Because in a marriage, the two become one. And so if you're, you know, if you're alone and you're, you're single, you know, you can look at all these and, and, you know, address them. It's a little tougher. I will have to say when it's, you know, now you do have your spouse. Mm-hmm. Your spouse is there. That's somebody you've committed to. You know, you said "I do" to, so there is your spouse who needs to know what's going on.
0: Because just a little refresher course. Um, when you said your vows, there was that phrase, typically somewhere in there. Even if you wrote your own ones, you you wrote somewhere in there for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Temptation's part of that worse thing. It is. And so it's time to, to share that and to work through that. Now, I, I want to specifically um, talk to this listener, you know, because they've got, he was very transparent with what they've got going on in their marriage in that voicemail. And, and I applaud him for recognizing that he needs to stay accountable to her. Mm-hmm. What I would suggest to him is that they sit down and have, you know, have a state of our marriage conversation about this sit down and say, we need to strategize ways that I can continue to be accountable to you because I, what I heard in his voice and in, in the words that he used was that it is important to him that he stay accountable to her so that he does not cross the line.
1: Yes, I definitely heard that as well.
0: And I think that's important. I think that's something that you all need to take into account as well is that when we are accountable to our spouses, when we say, you know what, I'm going to, Tony, I'm going to tell you when I feel tempted. Well, that's going to keep me in my own mind from crossing that line. Like, I may be tempted, but I'm not going to put it any further than saying, wow, you know, uh, this happened. I mean, Tony knows when the guy at the Costco gas station, like, stares at me extra long time. I'm like, hey, crazy thing happened. Or when somebody is extra forward to me at an event that I'm at and, you know, wants to, you know, have lunch. And if it gives me a weird vibe, guess what's not happening? I'm not going to lunch. And I
1: get to know about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I tell him, because if I get that weird vibe, like, oh, this is a little bit more than, yeah. it, the conversation, communication, everything with that person, unless it's in a social situation where there are lots of people around, ceases. Because I listen to that weird vibe, going, mm, this could yeah. have the potential to cross over. and But I'm accountable. It's a choice I've made to Tony. It's something that we have talked about in our marriage to say, you know what, Facebook, Prime example, guys, Facebook, you know, I talk about it being kind of that hotbed of temptation because all of your exes, not all of them, but many of your exes are probably on Facebook. Okay, I do not friend people on Facebook that I was that I was ever romantically involved with. I don't because the temptation there to relive the glory days of a breakup. Hello, think about that. You did break up with that person for a reason or vice versa. That's not so good. That was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Leave it alone. Don't friend them. Don't put yourself in that situation where there's temptation. And if you cross that line, or if somebody friends you, or if they send you a text message, or if they do whatever, share it with your spouse. Because here's what happens. If you don't, and I'm telling you this from experiences of other one listeners who have written this into us, your spouse will accidentally pick up your phone looking for something else and it will be there. Yep, They will see the message alert come across and pick up your phone and it will be there. You will accidentally send an email or not delete an email or something to that other person and it will be there. will be there. There is proof. I don't care what you do to delete it or what you think will not be discovered or how many secret folders you have on your phone or your computer or whatever. Guys, it comes out every single time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get back to, to this caller though and what can happen here because obviously one of the big issues that is, is occurring that he's telling his wife. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said and in, in stated in the beginning of the show here is you know, how she must feel about this. So how are they going to be able and how, you know, specifically, how is he going to be able to share this temptation with her without her feeling lesser, you know, and and I want to say that in a way that um, many can understand, but just the the inadequacy Mm -hmm. that she feels because she is unable to satisfy her husband.
0: Well, and I think that's, so going back to the state of the marriage conversation, I think it becomes a conversation with her where, you know, as he tells her, honey, I, I actually have a need to tell you this, to help me stay on the right path. How can, how do you want to receive that information? Obviously me telling you every day is not, it's not working. Right. That's been established in that voicemail. Right. So maybe it's a daily email. Where he could actually email her and say, This is what happened today. She sees it come, so she knows what's in there. She can choose to read it or not. But there is that daily communication of, This is what happened to me today. A- and when she's in a place where she's comfortable to be able to read that or she's equipped, you know, just emotionally to be able to read that.
1: Could it be a weekly digest?
0: It could be. It, you know he could keep, you know what this is a suggestion i've made for other co- uh, coaching clients where they just keep a running email mm-hmm. going and then once a week send it off sends it mm-hmm. you know maybe it's daily maybe it's weekly and that's where the conversation with her really comes into play saying how how can you best receive this information because it's important as the wife even though it it does weigh on her it's still important that she knows what's going on with him mm-hmm. because that is helping to keep him from crossing a line. So it's the two of them, or in any couple's case, it's the two of them sitting down saying, here are my temptations. How can I share this information with you so that you don't blow it off, that you understand what I'm going through? I'm not trying to diminish you or belittle you or make you feel inadequate. But in order for there to be no secrets in our marriage, I need to tell you these things. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the other thing that all of us need to do because temptation is so rampant is that we need to put those guardrails around our marriage. You know, I, I've hit the social media thing. You guys, you guys have heard enough of that today, but you need to guard your relationship and what information you share with people. You know, when you're having a, a crappy day with your husband or your wife, this is not the time to put it's complicated on Facebook. Okay? I wish Facebook would get rid of that because that just opens up the door. You know, it's not the time to, you know, talk to the opposite sex at work and say, I'm having, you know, this is what's going on. Can I get your opinion? No, talk to your girlfriends or talk to your buddies. Uh You know, when you start seeking out the opposite sex for comfort, for reassurance, for, opinions, you can put yourself in a very precarious situation in your marriage. And it becomes this, you know, what seems to be, you know, just a little thing can easily snowball into something that you can't even control.
1: Right. And I, and I, I want to say this again, if you're in this spot and you're finding it difficult to be able to do this just between the two of you, because this is this is a this is a big topic we're we're covering here and this is big and there's a lot of emotion there's a lot of feelings that are happening you know from the past to the present you know and and sometimes it may be very difficult to convey your message to your spouse you've tried in the past you've had some success but you feel like you're flailing I really want you guys to check out email coaching because like Elisa said, it's a running conversation and she can have that between you, your spouse and her. And so you guys can look at that on a daily basis and it'll allow you guys to be able to talk to each other and open up some new ideas and not feel like you guys are stuck in a room trying to hash this thing out by yourselves and not get it anywhere. So go to one extraordinary com slash email coaching uh, for more information. And you can also just go to one extraordinary marriage.com, uh, hit a, hit the contact us button if you have more questions and we can, mm-hmm. we'd be more than happy to answer that for you. But I just want to say that I think a lot of times in our marriages, when big things like this come up, we feel like we're in a pit. We feel like we're stuck in a pit and we're there with our spouse. There's no way out unless we just try to hash this thing out together. And sometimes that just doesn't work. Sometimes we need to be lifted out of that pit by the help of somebody who can see what's going on from a 30,000 foot view Mm -hmm. can really oversee what's going on, assess what's happening, and then give solid, solid suggestions that you can take into your own marriage that you guys can implement and apply. And so just, it, it's just a heads up. I, I just want to say that again, Elise and I use coaches all the time for parenting, for our own marriage at times. Um, you know, we have coaches for our kids for sports and that nature because we want to get better. Mm-hmm. We want to, we want to, you know, we ourselves want to grow and we have our own limitations.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: and so this is a, a perfect way for you guys to be able to do that.
0: It, it's, it's all about the safeguards. It's about being able to have that conversation where you are taking off your masks and saying, this is who I am. You know, you make those choices about being alone with members of the opposite sex. You know, I don't do that. Um, I mentioned that to a girlfriend the other day when we were out and she just looked at me and I said, I, I haven't been alone with, you know, a man that's not in my family and I don't know how long, right. You know, I mean, that's just a choice you know, again, be thoughtful about who you choose to connect with on social media.
1: And and hold up. I want to just go back from the opposite sex. If you're in a work situation and you're having a meeting, you know, your, your boss is a female or your boss is a male. We're not talking about that. We're talking about where you're, where you're in a conversation and you know, it's romantically turning. Like you, you know, the reason you're there.
0: Well, and you're not talking about work stuff.
1: You're not talking about work stuff.
0: (laughs) Plain and simple. When it crosses the line and you're not talking about work.
1: Yeah. So we get it. I mean, in what we do in day-to-day life, you know, we come across many men and women, um, but we're talking about certain things. We're talking about one. We're talking about, you know, kids' sports. It's not that we're sitting there having this conversation about our lives. Mm -hmm. individually with the opposite sex. So just just a heads up on that.
0: Um, The other thing, and especially for those of you that are struggling with pornography, is that you need to put guards on all of your devices. I'm talking your phone, your tablet, your computer. Um, Is it Covenant Eyes? Is that the one? There are a couple. Um, We'll put links to them.
1: Well, DNS. Open DNS. Open
0: DNS is what we use. Open DNS is what we use. Um, There are a number of
1: yeah, that's OpenDNS.com. Systems
0: that you can put on your devices to block out the content that you don't want to receive. Yep. And if you're being tempted, one of the best things that you can do for your marriage is to put these on there um, and actually to have your spouse put it on there so that you do not know what the passwords are. You do not know how to disable it, um, any of that, so that you can put that in there. Because guys, temptation, it's as old as mankind. I mean, as long as there have been people around, there has been temptation. But the choice that we have is how we safeguard our te- our marriages and how we resist that temptation. And I want to challenge you this week to sit down with your spouse a- and discuss what strategies you need in your marriage. I don't know what you're tempted by, but this is the week that you decide that you're going to get healthy.
1: Yep. All right, you guys, temptation, it's big. Like Lisa said, it's been around since the beginning of mankind. But we hope that we've given you some insights on how you and your spouse can work through temptation together. That you can open it up, that it can be something that isn't hidden, but where you are able to take off your mask, share it with your spouse openly and honestly. And so that way you guys can move forward in areas of your marriage that you need to be. So take it, use it, implement it, and see where you're gonna what's gonna happen. Guys, have a great week. We love you guys and we'll catch you next time.